has been a long two-week hiatus, but we are back, people. Well, it's a week hiatus. Okay, week. Well, <laughs> last time we recorded was like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it feels like two weeks. Two-week hiatus. Anyways, guys, how have you been? What's going on your side? As we whisper sweet, beautiful things into your ear. <laughs> Welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast with your host, Matthew Rivera, and I'm joined here as always with... Uh, Jason Elias. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, all in one. It is a beautiful, sunny, warm Saturday afternoon at the end of October. It's uh, yeah. the unofficial halloween weekend technically since halloween is on like a tuesday or something yeah it's gonna be a whole bunch of parties tonight tomorrow yeah. uh it's gonna be crazy you know uh, i personally am not gonna be doing much this weekend but i know a bunch of people who are getting all dressed up for the scary festivities and <laughs> getting the candy on and the drink on yeah i don't know about the candy and all that stuff that's not necessarily my thing what i do but uh you know more power to you if you do it hey like we always say Drink responsibly, party <laughs> responsibly. Yep. Have an escape plan, you know, Uber it up, do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, get that Uber ready so, you know, you don't have to drive, especially if you're in Montreal and you have to deal with traffic and construction. Yeah, the best thing you can do is Uber. Yeah, especially with those costumes on, man. <laughs> I don't know how people go to the club with costumes on. I can't do it. Like, yeah. I have issues with the club when I'm wearing my regular clothes, let alone like having on, like, makeup and costumes and wigs. Power to you guys that are going to it right now. <laughs> People have the strength, man. It's a young man's game now. No one. I don't want to do that stuff, man. I don't dress up for Halloween. I haven't dressed up, up since Halloween since I was like, <laughs> since I, I was a kid, man. The only thing I, I like about Halloween now is like, you know, I got like the little nieces and little cousins that are running around. Yeah, yeah. If you're bringing them around. Take like them that. out for trick-or-treating and then, uh, you know, just steal their candy. <laughs> my biggest fear, my biggest fear now on Halloween is like running over some child or something like that. So I have to go like 10 miles per hour on the road. So, <laughs> so Well, I would hope you take your time on the road every, all time of the year. <laughs> well, no, I do, but it's just like Halloween. You have to be extra careful, especially with the uh, Montreal has a problem with upkeeping. So all the lights are kind of like darkened because trees are overcrowding it. So you can't see the road as normal. Yeah, if you're hitting you those could. back roads, high beam it up, man. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Yeah. I'd rather you blind a child than hit a child. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So right. let's get on to the first topic of the day. Well, to start off, since, uh, like like I said, we hadn't recorded last week, and mm. we had a few unfortunate deaths come our way. You know, we had Gord Downey from the Tragically Hip, who, uh, well, we knew he had an untreatable uh, brain cancer. Brain cancer. So it's like we we pretty much knew that t- that time was coming for him. His last album was pretty much a tribute to his fans and his life's work and just a, pretty much it was a farewell album that was coupled with a farewell tour. Yeah. You no, know, kind of a morbid thought, but overall just like a, a giant thank you for everything he's been able to accomplish through his fans. So we want to give a condolences to that family and, and, you know, anybody who was affected by that, mm-hmm. like I was, I know growing up listening to Tragically Hip on the radio and everything. So, you know, as a Canadian, yeah. you, you, you can attribute something from the track Tragically Hip to your life at some I, point. I knew of Tragically Hip. I didn't really listen to their music or anything like that, but I knew they were like, you know, they were huge here and in the States as well. So wasn't wasn't necessarily my type of music, but I can appreciate the music itself. Yeah. And uh, what he did in his last couple of months of living, uh, to do all that and being sick, going on tour and all that stuff. And he was also like a very heavy advocate for uh, indigenous rights and yeah. even challenged Justin Trudeau to not only like bring in new laws to protect indigenous people but challenge them to uphold them and really follow through 
before like his passing you know like he made it a mission to like have sit downs with justin trudeau which is why when justin trudeau had his tribute to Gordowney, like he was very visibly emotional about it because of just how close he was able to get through like the last few months of yeah. Gordowney's life and in the work that they were trying to do for indigenous people so tip of the hat to him and rest in peace rest in peace man you did some good things and had great music and uh i uh, wish all your family the best and i hope uh i hope they i hope he last he left a good lasting impression especially oh, the, for canadians the to, amount of music he has oh. he his legacy will live on forever like he is one of those guys that just he left enough for us to to hold on to and truly appreciate everything he has done for us yeah also and this this loss was so left field so especially since last episode we specifically spoke about him yeah john dunsworth it was jim Leahy. jim Leahy. Mr. Leahy from uh, Trailer Park Boys. I was just passed away. Completely taken aback by hearing that news. That was crazy because I, I, I'm still even to this day not sure what he, exactly he died from or anything. It hasn't been known publicly yet, but for him just passing away um, like that, I was like, it was wow. a hit. I was like, wow, this is a person I grew up watching for yeah. years. And literally, like after we recorded the episode, I was like, you know what? Let me go on Netflix. Watch a couple episodes of Trailer Park Boys, you know, get that laugh back in my yeah. system. And, you know, it's like, I literally went through, like, the first two seasons because they're, like, what, six episodes apiece? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can, like, run through them, no problem. But to then get the news, like, in that week that he had passed away, I was just like, it hurt, man. It was so shocking to hear that, man. Yeah, Leahy um, passing away, it was like, I when I, when I when I heard he passed away, I was like, oh, my God, we just spoke about him. And I don't know how the show can move forward without a character like that i'm i'm pretty sure it can because i know he filmed the the upcoming season that's coming yeah. he already had time to film yeah i feel like that, that was stuff. done already but um after that like how could you move the show on without him he's such a he's i consider him like he's the the, the thing that makes the show go because it's always his yeah, he, antics with ricky yeah, it, he was basically it. like the antithesis to the protagonist where you just you needed what he contributed to really push forward what the product protagonist would do yeah so it's very unfortunate that he's going to be gone and yeah it, it, it i think they can go on but it's going to be such a different feeling to the show and, and even like the movies they do or or yeah. the stand-up that they do it's just it's going to be very ominous and weird to see what ends up happening but overall it was just it was a tough thing to to hear that because of like i said we had literally just spoken about him on the episode previously and and telling you guys you know check out trailer park boys it's worth it mm -hmm. i mean especially now you know like as a as a tribute to his life just check out the first season at the very least you know just pay some respects to jim Leahy, john dunsworth one yeah. of the great Canadian comedians and actors that we've ever seen. Yeah, so rest in peace. I know his daughter works, his plays, his daughter plays his daughter on the TV show yeah. as well. So, so um, yeah, that's a big loss, especially for, for them and his family. And he's a great Canadian. Like, I think he, for someone to play some, someone so out of character, because he's a person that's never drank in his, in his real life. Yeah. And to play a, a, a maniacal drunk on the show it's hilarious and i like you know how much preparations you have to go into doing yeah. that that's that's amazing so uh rest in peace uh mr dunsworth and thank you for all the laughs over the years and you are now one with the liquor <laughs> <laughs> and if i can i'm gonna try to insert a clip of uh 
of, of that thing. Like, yeah, I don't know what I'll put it in this part. <laughs> or at the very least, drop a link. Yes, I'll drop a link. Yeah, to it. <laughs> it'll be so worth it. All right, next up we have, all right, this is going to be, you know, I feel now whenever we, we talk about anything that's U.S. government related, specifically presidentially related, we'll make it as, as quick and as simple as possible. Mm. Just because, you know, it's triggering. And I, <laughs> I like to stay in a happy place. So, let's get to it. Yeah. Mueller files the first charges, or at least the first indictments for the uh, Russian probe. So, right now, we're, we're waiting on Monday to see who's going to be the first person to be called up. Most people are believing it's going to be uh, Mr. Manafort. Paul Manafort, former campaign chairman for the Trump campaign. Yep. Um he has a dubious past of doing these things in the, in in the past, so it would it wouldn't surprise me at all that he's the one that they actually go for, especially since you know they said they raided his house and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I could also see um, maybe Michael Flynn as well. Possibly, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't Michael be surprised Flynn's about that. Also, uh, would it be Donald Trump Jr.? I would think at some point that would be. Um, a little bit more diff- I, I don't think it'll be any of the family yet because this is still yeah, going not, on. not right away not, but I, uh, I'm assuming at some point because there were like I can't remember if it was Donald Jr. Trump or if it was Eric Trump who had like direct meetings with some Russian officials at some point so I'd assume an indictment would be going one of their ways yeah it's possible it'd be possible but it'd be hard to go after the president's son because he could pardon him right away before anything happens and I'm pretty sure Knowing Trump's ego, he'll he'll probably do something like that. Yeah. But that's gonna cost. That's gonna be big political uproar if something like that does happen. But um, yeah, it's most likely gonna be Manafort or Flynn, one of the two. Um, if it's if it's not one of them, and some com- somewhere coming out completely out of left field, I'm gonna be whoa. It was shocker. But you know, it's um, Mueller is like the former FBI director too, so he has a lot more information than than what he. It's probably leading on right now for oh, of like course. That, for the public. And that's the thing. Like you, you wouldn't push to have these uh, charges filed, and and the grand jury wouldn't accept them unless they knew there was something there that was actually worth pursuing. So, yeah. the fact that the grand jury did that, we can expect that this isn't going to be another one of those supposed witch hunts or accusation that goes absolutely nowhere. Like this has been months in the making, where you hadn't heard anything. So clearly an investigation was going down behind the scenes where they were picking up as much information as possible, contacting all the people they had to contact in order to get it to a point of we're going to file, officially file these charges and, and make it an official pursuit at this point. Probably have the evidence, too, for it, and that's what they brought to the yeah, So I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't expect anything less. So, like I said, it's up there. We wait for Monday to, to hear what happens. And until then... It's uh, out of sight, out of mind. At this point. Yeah, everyone's gonna probably lawyer up too. So <laughs> we'll see. D- they already lawyered up, as as far as I remember. Yeah, well, they had started lawyering up when uh, Mueller was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pursue this thing," and then they were like, "Well, <laughs> here's what we got." We'll do. see. We'll see what happens on Monday for sure, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up, oh, uh, Bill sixty two. Bringing it home. Bringing it to Quebec. Good old Quebec. <laughs> All right. I, I, Everyone has their feeling about this, and rightfully so. The confusion, the early takes, the fallout. How do you feel about Bill 62 in its early stages of, of it being announced and being an official law? 
Yeah, and I think I'll put this up too on the Facebook page and forum. Like, I w- this is something that you know we want to actually hear back from people on exactly what they think about this law. I have my own take, which I'll give in a second. But we, you know, we want to get everyone's take on what they actually think about the law. So, um, essentially, you know, the I think it's. I don't know if you want to go first and explain it and everything like well, that because I have a certain. We can talk about the that. main point that a lot of people have been having a lot of ang- anguish towards, which is like the covering of the face yeah. in uh, public uh, transit areas or in uh, buildings with public affairs. Yeah, so, anything with public services. Yeah, public often. services, things like that. Like whether it's a government building, where whether it's a transit building, anything where basically an employee employee would be dealing with someone of the public that. They, the person would have to make sure that their face is uncovered and in, in the case, well, oh, how they explain it early on is like if, let's say you went into a store, you would have to keep your face uncovered at all times. But since the law went in, they've kind of backtracked on that and they've said now you only have to uncover your face when you're dealing with an employee. Mm-hmm. So, and, and they also went on to stress how it would be in most cases of if you have to give photo ID or if it's a security purpose... Or I think the other thing was just in uh, simple contact where you're asking questions, things like that. So I felt early on I was like, okay, let me get the clarification for this. Because I felt like it was just one of those things, especially when they were putting under its uh, religious neutrality law. That's where I felt like they made their mistake in introducing this law. Mm -hmm. If they had just kept religion out of it whatsoever and just said, you know, this is a security law. It's a law where we just want to make sure the people that... You're, you're addressing can be able to identify you, especially like I can get if you're a store owner and somebody walks into your store and their face is completely covered up. Most of the time we have security cameras to capture faces. So if something happens, we can make a, identifications happen. Yeah. So if it's a security law, of course, this makes complete and total sense. But when you say it's a religious neutri- neutrality law, that's where you get your, your backlash and that's where you get people being like, whoa, whoa. So what exactly are you trying to say here? And then the big question came up about, you know, women who wear the kneecaps and the burkas and, and mm. basically for religious purposes have their faces covered. What would they do? And that's when eventually this big controversial argument came up about essentially this is a law that's targeting a specific minority of people, a very small minority of people in Quebec. A couple of dozen of people. That's yeah. About it. And... Overall, it's not truly addressing what they're saying it's supposed to address. Mm-hmm. So, and, and like I said, if it's for pure security purposes, I can understand it. Like, if if I'm somebody who is working in a store and I own this store, like, let's say it's a Depanner or corner store for those of you who don't live in Quebec. If I'm working at a corner store and, you know, somebody walks into my store uh, and their, their face is covered, like, let's say it's winter, they're wearing a scarf, you know, they're wearing their sunglasses, their toque, you know, I would hope. I at some point I'd be able to see their face, not just for my feeling of safety, but so like if anything were to happen, the security cameras could pick them up and yeah. hopefully get some type of uh, justice done if they do something that's criminal. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like that. That's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I see it a completely different way from from how I see it. This bill was introduced to. Um, it's and it's it's clearly not anything. It has nothing to do, in my opinion, it has nothing to do with religion. Nothing to do with um, security. It's mainly to get votes for the next election coming up. Um, because when remember when the uh, Quebec government, uh, the Parti Québécois, yeah, were in power, they wanted to impose that kind of uh, 
yeah. religious bill. And there was the same backlash. It was, it was, it was the same backlash, but it was very popular among Francophones. Yeah. And this is what the liberal government who's in power right now that's trying to do. So because their support with Francophones is kind of low, they want to essentially, um, you know, get as much votes as possible. So they introduce a law which it's, you know, more in favor to Francophone voters. I'm not saying all Francophones. There's, like, a very, you know... But there is a percentage of them good... that... Like, there's some, like, the coalition who came out and said, you know, it should be stricter. Like, yeah. Like, it, they said pretty much they're not doing enough to in, ensure the religious neutrality. Yes. neutrality where, but at the same time, they want to keep the cross hung in the yeah, legislation. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get... But like I said, this is nothing to do with security or religion. Yeah. It's really to get votes for the, for the upcoming election that we have in a couple of... In actually, not too long from now, next year, I think. Yeah, I believe it's next year. And um, you got the early, early polling stuff that's going to be happening in a few months, I believe. Yeah, and and it doesn't surprise me because they're doing this to get uh, votes. Yeah. And I think what it's how it's going to end up eventually is that all right, the bills introduced, it's going to stay for however long it's going to be. Francophones is going to be happy because oh, liberals did something that we wanted. That's how you're going to gather votes, and. By the time they're back in power, if they're back in power, who knows? You never know what happens in election. Yeah. Um, that thing is probably going to be challenged in court and, and dropped and no one's going to care. Of and course. everything's going to go right back to normal and it's just something to get votes in the meantime for the next four years. Which, honestly, I, I believe that is the case. Mm-hmm. I genuinely believe that's what's happening here because originally when this was brought up, the liberals weren't for it at all. Like, they yeah. they were part of the people who were, like, on, on the left side of it, just being like, no, this is something we shouldn't be doing, we shouldn't even be considering it, it's a step backwards, and, and for them now to be the ones that are, like, imposing it, but on a lesser scale, and, and like I said, if I'm just not considering votes or anything, just looking at the point of what this law is meant to do, if they had simply said this is a security law it's to secure people who are employees employers stuff like that Mm -hmm. then i don't think anybody would have had this big of an argument if they and especially if they said this is for any and all people whether it's winter time or not like yeah bring those specifics in to be like look we got to make sure that people that are working in services can be able to see your at face. the very least give descriptive identification of somebody just in case something happens. Yeah, so you never know you can get robbed you know? or yeah, anything and, like and, that. And that's and... exactly it. Like if you see somebody who is completely covered up attacking another person and by the time you get to them they've already ran, like you would hope like you could give some type of description outside of like the clothes they wear because clothes can get changed so quickly. Yeah. So if you're coming into my store, yeah, take your scarf off, you know. And I get it. For the religious people out there who wear kneecaps and burkas, it's a different conversation for you guys. And and I personally wouldn't... I would hope that somebody wouldn't try to enforce you to take it off simply because you're in their store or you're trying to buy a bus fare. Yeah. I would hope that that wouldn't be the case. But at the same time, I can understand security purposes where you're talking to someone. Identification could, should be a possibility. And bus drivers really don't want... And I, I pers- and even said it, bus drivers don't really want to be the oh, no, responsible they don't. They to re- do not enforce want that. Because and, and that's a union thing they have to negotiate as well, too. Yeah. Because the unions will probably say, no, we don't want our bus drivers having to deal with that. Of course, because look, so, we already yeah. have issues with buses not being on time, lines being extremely long. <laughs> Could you imagine, you know, you're you're outside, it's minus 20, and the line is being held up because a bus driver is trying to enforce and it's, a woman 
to take off her scarf, then take off her burqa or whatever. It's not even it's that. Like, Everyone's on, face man. in the yeah. wintertime is covered. It's co- it gets cold Every here. single person in a bus line on minus 20 having to take off their stuff so the bus driver could give like a good look at their face and then tell them to pass while we're also waiting for... A lot of times, those Opus cars don't like to scan right away. Yeah, and like, <laughs> if, if I was going to rob someone, you think I'd actually stay in minus 20 degree weather to, and, and wait no. for a bus to do it? Please, Robbing no. people is a summertime job, Because, <laughs> <laughs> yo, you try to rob someone in the winter, you try to run down that street, you You're bust your ass fall, on some black man. ice. <laughs> You're going to fall. And, and that's the thing. Uh, it's it's a dumb law. But and now, the, the only issue I see now, political-wise, happening is that um, whoever... However, people vote in the next election. They, the people who it'll be very telling. You, you vote. You run the risk of losing a, a lot of votes yeah. with this kind of law. So we don't know how it's gonna go. We'll see. Look, and look, so, we we've uh, we'll, seen yeah. things in the past just like this where someone brings such an extreme law into play, and they say how deeply they're gonna enforce it, and then when push comes to shove, and they get into their power, it's like they never spoke of it at all. That's that's the way. This is gonna be one of those things where we're pushing it now. It's a big topic of discussion, but guaranteed, once elections are done, if liberals are still on top, it's it's gonna get dropped. It's it's the stuff that happens, man. They're gonna say we're gonna revisit it and tweak it to make it uh, a more acceptable acceptable for everyone. everyone And and you know, like they're gonna give you that typical political spiel. They're gonna tell you what'll happen in like let's say a, a couple months. They'll come with a first draft. And it'll be draft after draft after draft that basically they could never figure it out. But yeah. they figured it out from the moment they put it up on the plate in the first place. I, I, I don't want to say it's a, you know, this is a Quebec specific problem because it's not. It happens other places in the world as well. But it's more prevalent in in Quebec, in Canada as, as a whole. Well, I'll say this. Although it the law was brought up here, the amount of backlash that we've seen and not just like in a, a Montreal area type back just like a whole of Quebec backlash that we've seen yeah. that's a pretty positive sign for us the Canada too it was like what the hell is Quebec doing yeah. like, you know it, it, it's a positive thing when like the government does something that is a bit sketchy and everybody's like uh no we don't we don't want this you know and people who it's meant to benefit are telling you no we don't want this you're you're not doing something that we actually feel will benefit us you're doing it Purely for yourselves. Hey, just vote against them. Yeah. So the fact that we have the citizens out there, basically stepping up and being like, "Don't fucking lie to us." Like, <laughs> but you know, we, we live in a we live in a in in terrible times in Quebec, and not a lot of people know this because if we vote liberal, there's nothing really good that could come of it. Oof. And if we don't vote liberal, we have to deal with the Parti Québécois. We have to deal with separation talks again Oof. for like four years. Like, oh my god, let, let it die. Like, there's nothing we can do. We can win over here. We're always losing, no matter what. Right now. We could push for another party. Yeah, that's money, and no one wants to put the How's money. How's NDP doing these days? <laughs> and not not good in Quebec. <laughs> Fuck. Well, they just got Jagmeet, so who knows? Well, yeah, federal. We'll see. But yeah, but you know that sometimes the federal just helps the push for the for the provincials. So we'll see, we'll, what, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that. All right, I feel like we can move on from the serious stuff. Uh-huh. That's that's enough for the serious. Yeah, yeah. No. Let's talk about something that's blackity black. Black Panther. Black Panther trailer dropped, and oh boy, was it a beauty. Yeah, man, Black Panther, that movie looks... It reminded me of first Iron Man, when Iron Man yeah. came out. When the first Iron like Man the came feeling out. of it, but yeah. one thing I will say, and I, I'm... Hot take, I'm calling it right now, this is going to be the highest grossing Marvel movie of all time. 
I'm calling it right now. Um, and I, I'll give you my reason why before you interject. I'll give you my reason why. Okay. Marvel has their core audience that follows them for every movie, no matter what, whether it's something as big as Iron Man or big as Avengers or as small as Ant-Man. They get the numbers. Like, that core audience goes to every single one. We mark our calendars for it, and we're ready for it. Take that audience and now add the black dollar to that, the amount of black people in North America or worldwide that have been anticipating this movie on top of that Marvel audience, it's going to be a knockout the park. I think it's going to make a lot of money. Top grossing, I have no it's gonna idea. It's going to be number one. Because there's still the Avengers movie of Infinity Wars come out. No, I, and you know what? When that comes out, things may change. But I'm saying once this hits, it will be the talk. Because and, and the one reason I say that too is because knowing black people, we're going to turn this to a, a fucking party. Oh, yeah, you're going to get a lot of people to go like, see. I'm telling you, right, like, the second tickets go on sale, I'm opening night. I'm probably going to be there on a Saturday as well for whoever else didn't see it. And then, shit, I'll go Cheapy Tuesday, too, because I know it's going to be good. It's going to be a, it's, it's going like, to be a This is movie. definitely a three and five day movie. Like, I, and that's, I'm saying that from a trailer, okay? Why? Also, just looking at it, the aesthetics, man, the costumes, the, the soundtrack that they've, like, so slightly showcased so far. I'm telling you, man, this is going to be such a black and beautiful movie. And just from that alone, oh. And the thing I like about, well, not just not just because, you know, it's a black movie, but... Um, and Chad- it's dropping in February, man. Chad- <laughs> Even better. Black History Month? You yeah. know how black people get in Black History Month? I've always said that Black History Month should be like a month off for all black people. It should be. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> At black the very he- least, I should get my pick of every Monday or every Friday. Uh, it's a, a, a month off. And I'm taking off, the Mondays. A month off for all black people paid. <laughs> A month off. I'm taking the Mondays if I can't get the whole month. And (laughs) but what I see about the movie is like what I really like about it is that Chadwick Boseman. Oh man, he's he's a boss. Every role he plays, um, that you know, like a black movie or anything like that, it's not a buffoon role. No, no, no. it's it's always a good decent role. He did Jackie Robinson. He did uh, was it? Oh shoot, why am I blanking on his name right now? A Martin Luther King movie? No. No. Oh my God, I'm blanking so hard. It wasn't Ray Charles. Did he do Ray? Oh my no, god! I don't think he did Ray Charles. You mean um? Honestly, he's done a lot of portrayals. Like he's pretty much like the go-to guy for any black historic person that needs to be portrayed in the positive way. And, yeah, always in a positive. In it's a never positive like way. some some negative thing going on. But the Black Panther role is really his role to just act. Yeah, like his role to make it his own. This is your character. Make it yours. Make it who you want it to be. And from the way he came through in, in the Avengers... Well, no. The Captain America movie, though. It was an Avengers movie. Let's be real. Yeah, it was, Civil War. Civil War was an Avengers <laughs> movie. It was an Avengers movie. It was just Captain America. Yeah. It was just more focused on Captain America yeah, than exactly. Anything, but... Like his story with Bucky. But for, for this, the way he broke out and the way he almost stole the show for the amount of scenes he had... Having a full movie of just him getting the full Wakandan experience. And look, this the cast, it's all black. Well, there's a few white people, but like it's, it's, it's black. It's like 90% black, the, the, the whole cast. It's the only Marvel movie that has more black women than white women in any of the other movies. Like yeah. This is as black as you can get. And, and the people that they have, Lupita's in it. Like oh, not, dude, I forget the actress name, but from uh, Walking Dead, Michonne. 
Yeah, she's, she's in it in as it. well. Like uh, Michael dude, this... B. Jordan's in it. And you know what? Like, I was looking at his hair first. I was like, this might be the only thing in the movie I don't like. Why does his hair look like that? Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, his hair was the only thing that was, like, kind of throwing me off. But I was like, whatever. It's Michael B. Jordan. Like, he's a great actor, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, after, after he came out with... Creed was, like, his, yeah. his big no, no. role. But that was... No, uh, Fruitvale. Fruitvale? i never seen Fruitvale. Um, dude, like, I'll tell you right now that that's, that's a movie that don't just watch it to watch it. Like, you got to emotionally prepare yourself for it. But Fruitvale Station is... it's powerful like to me his best performance mm. like you feel it and, and like i said anybody who plans to check it out or to people who have seen it like they they can tell it's very emotional but it's powerful mm. it's a very powerful movie and like i felt like that was to me what made michael b jordan like good to be for creed mm. because we saw his emotional range in that movie he, he got out he got out of that that mess that the, uh what do you call that thing Fantastic Four. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he made a, a turn. Mess. But you know what? That was I mean, I can understand him being in it because I mean, it's it's a Marvel movie. It's a check and a half. But it's from Fox, so that's yeah. Why but I that think. that's the only problem. It, it was it was Fox. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like that's a paycheck that I don't think anybody in their right mind is going to say no to. Yeah. You no, know, even if you read the script and you're like, I mean, like look at the Power Rangers movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's there's no way anybody read that script and was like, this is going to be a great movie, but it's Power Rangers. Cut the check. Yeah, I made a lot of money. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. If you if I read that script, I would look at like, my agent would be like, yeah, this is a terrible movie, but I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to bang but out. But so. for this movie, Black <laughs> Panther, um, I think his character is going to actually be one of the great Marvel villains. Like I haven't seen Thor. Yeah. I haven't seen Thor yet. I think Thor's coming out in a couple a couple of days. Uh, yeah, it should be beginning of November, like November third, I yeah. believe. So they said they said a lot of the new villains after Guardians two got a lot better. So like, it's like. Well, yeah, I'm look, I'm looking forward to seeing Hela, even Hela though like be. I'm a bit sketched out because it's Thor Ragnarok and what we know of Ragnarok in the comics. I don't believe to be what's gonna be in this movie. Well, it's their take, I guess. It's their take yeah, on it. Yeah, but. Personally, just from the moment they showcased Hela and like her costume, the way she looked, like I, I really liked Hela in the Thor in the Thor comics because she was always just like that. No matter what's going on, this is my law. This is how I do things, you mm-hmm. know. So for her character to now be in the Marvel universe, I'm excited to see what they do with her. And and for Michael B. Jordan, Killmonger, um, yeah, I hope he doesn't die because he's a good he's a good actor. And I think a lot of the Marvel villains need to stick around a lot. Like Loki, he's been there from the yeah. The, well, Loki's the never store. been a character to die either. You know, like yeah. he's been caught in limbo and and put through an eternity of imprisonment. But he's never been a character that's been killed. So like having Mike, like I want to see if they can expand on Michael B. Jordan's character. Um, I wish they had kept uh, Red Skull. I wish they had kept. Red yeah, Skull. I was very disappointed. But with I, I don't the in and out of. I'm Red pretty Skull. sure he's gonna come back though. I have a, I have a pretty good feeling he might come back. Probably not in, in um. Look, the Infinity, Infinity Stone. Maybe he might. You never know. The Infinity Stones can bring infinite possibilities. So who knows? Might come back. But yeah, Black Panther is going to be a sick movie. Gonna have to go to the store and buy me a, dash, a dashiki. <laughs> I'm gonna be suited Bruh. up. <laughs> I am, yo, I'm going black head to toe. I'm literally going as a Black Panther, man. Like, <laughs> I don't care. I'm getting the black beret. I'm getting a black, beautiful black leather jacket, the black jeans or the dress pants, whatever it is. My Some combo combat boots. Like, I'm going hard in the paint for this. Well, I won't go that far. I'm going to wear the movie. <laughs> my most black shirt I can find. 
and I'm just going. Like, we are here for one thing and one thing only. But yeah, it's, it's going to be a good movie. I can see it being really good. Top grossing, I can't say that for yet. I can't oh, say that I, yet. I'm but calling it right now. I'm, not, I'm contributing see. it. Like I said, man, there's a good chance I will see it three times within the first week. <laughs> from the front, from the Thursday night at midnight when it comes out to the Tuesday. Mm. At least three times it'll be seen. Yep, yep. And if you want to join me for any one of those chances, let me know. <laughs> we'll figure it out, man. <laughs> should be should be a should be a good time. Should be a good time. Oh, it's gonna be a great time. All right. All right. Let's move on to uh, something I really don't want to do because a few of my teams have been shipped, but some of my teams have been great. <laughs> Sports talk. You wanna? Who do you want to start with? You know what? Let's get. No, screw this. Let's get this out the way. <laughs> Broncos got some motherfucking nerve, man. Okay. They got the ass whooped on street hoops. Some motherfucking nerd. Yo, let me tell you something. Tell them who beat you first. Yo, first, we go play the, what, are they 0-5 at the time? Or 0-6 at the time? It don't matter. They were Owen. okay? When you're Owen, ain't no, ain't no excuses, okay? And we let the Giants come into our house and disrespect us, okay? But because we play like shit. Yo, I don't okay. know. We lost to two people. Ingram. Ingram and, and Eli. And, and no, no. And, and who the hell is there? They're running at the Okawanga or whatever. I don't even know his motherfucking name. Because he's a nobody. <laughs> we lost to a guy. We, we let a nobody run 118 yards on us. And then we let Ingram just catch any ball he damn well wanted. What, 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 what the fuck? Well, you have to realize something. The, the Giants never win with stars. I've, I've always said this about the New York Giants. They never win with stars. As soon as they got rid of freaking Tiki Barber and, and, and Jeremy Shockey, that's when... That's when it actually won the Super Bowl. Jeremy Shockey, yes, he was on the team, but he was injured. So he wasn't on the field where he could actually make an impact. And they won the Super Bowl without him. So that's and that's how the Giants have always been. And getting rid of all those high-profile divas, Odell Beckham Jr. and all the people, Victor Cruz, gone. It's like you Look, guys... All, all I know is my offense does not deserve my defense. But that was one game. Tell them about the next game after that. Yo, I'm still mad. I'm still mad about this one, okay? Because my defense goes out there and does their damn job. But my offense goes out there and just mean like, you know, let's shave these points. Let's help the other team out, you know, because, you know, our defense <laughs> is going to save our ass. No, there's only so much our defense can do if you just let them on the field all the damn time. Like, you got to have possession of the ball. You got to move them sticks. You got to get in the end zone. At the very least, McManus, what the fuck is wrong with your foot? <laughs> is your foot broken? Are you drinking like Prater was? Like, what's going on? Because, you know... This dude has every single game he's missed a field goal. Well, you should get back. Well, Prater. Every was, single game he's missed a field goal, ever bro. Ever since you guys got rid of Prater, it's been, it's Yo, been they, really bad. And, and you know that pissed me off? Prater hit a 61-yarder while drunk, bro. <laughs> this ain't someone you get. I don't care if he had alcohol problems. He's a kicker. Let him drink, man. Yeah. That sucks. He has one job and he does the good job. Yo, he, does he was seeing job. four sticks up there and still getting it in the middle. So to me, it's like, keep the man. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what to tell you. But I'm, that's, not the, that's not the game I'm referencing. Yeah, I know you want to talk about your Chargers. <laughs> so go at it. So yes. You earned it. Go at it. My Chargers whoop their well, ass. You can't even say whooped our ass, okay? Because, like I said, my offense does not deserve Listen, my defense. They they got their ass whooped by Philip no. Rivers. Y'all only put up three touchdowns, okay? And that is ass and whooping. We put up nothing because my offense does not deserve and your my defense, defense. And your defense can stop us. Defense can stop us. You only had three touchdowns. My defense did their job. Three touchdowns is a lot for the Broncos. 
No, we on average keep teams below 24 points. All right, that's that's fine. That right. is our average. That's fine, but they got shut out. That's the first time they've been shut out since Elway was playing with them. Yes, which is <laughs> why I'm disgusted. Since Elway was playing, that was the last time they got shut out. And I, I, I don't know if it was the Chargers that I did it last time, but I know this time I felt, I was like, wow, this it's it's gotten that bad for Denver. And now we're all, t- everyone's tied up in the division except for Kansas City, they're first. But they're starting to slide. They're start, yeah, they're, and we're, we're yeah. seeing them next. So, Yo, if ever there was a time <laughs> Whatever you guys... for the Broncos to wake the fuck up, it would be against the team that is leading the division right now. But I'm not too happy about the Chargers because now they're going to be going up against the Patriots this weekend. So I'm like, Ew, But you know what? The, we, we've seen the Patriots can be beat. We're, we're looking at a Patriots defense that is beatable. We're looking at an offense where it's not even a matter of having to keep up with them anymore. It's don't make stupid mistakes. Yeah. They really capitalize. The Patriots capitalize on your mistakes. That's it. That's all. If you make a misread on defense, that's where you get shut. We haven't seen the Patriots really just go out there and dominate a defense yet. Yeah. You know? But their defense has been seen to make mistakes, to be beatable, to get points scored on them. So I would not be surprised if the Chargers actually come out and beat the Patriots. Hey, if that's good. That's I would good. not be surprised. I would I would be happy if the Chargers come back, win that division. Make it. Uh, okay, don't go that make, far. Make that run. Don't go that uh, far. Make that last run. Calm the fuck down. It's gonna make that run. <laughs> but yeah, um, good on good on football. The Chargers, you did your stuff last week. I'm proud of you. You, uh, you just need to work on those attendance in LA. But yet, you know, that's 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 the owner's fault. That's not really the team's fault. That's the owner thing. That's the deal with that Speaking shit. Speaking of owners, oh, the Habs. No, no, no. Ooh. No, sticking to football. Speaking of owners, Mister Bob McNair. Oh, Owner of the Texans. Bob McNair is a, Bob McNair is an old racist though, and that's been oh, proven. Of course. He's an old racist. Of course. Saying we can't let the inmates run the prison. I'm like, wow, you said that. And you that? know what? The second he said it, I was like, that's all they needed. And you said that in front of Troy Vincent? And he, he said it in an in a official meeting. That and that means he's a probably, meeting that was talking about the anthem protest and a way to move forward and, and how to fan like not not necessarily fan the flames, but but basically come to some type of compromise where we can actually take what the players are asking for and put it into motion. Like, how can the NFL help the causes that the players are looking for so we can not necessarily, like, completely stop the protest but not make the protest a focus. And for you to say something like that in that meeting, basically you've given the players the ammo to essentially, especially your Texans players, to say, we're not going to play. And and it, it helps out for uh, Colin Kaepernick's lawsuit too as well, because yeah. you know he filed that lawsuit um, in, in exact kind of like collusion between. And, and if you have an owner basically saying no, we we can't have these types of players getting what they want, it goes into the theory that there's possibly some collusion out there. Now, not to say that this is enough to confirm it, but it's the shadow of a doubt. We'll see what happens, but you know, like I said, Bob McNair is a racist asshole. So I am not really at all surprised at what he said when I heard it. Was like, oh, Bob, is it um, it's either the one from the Colts or the one from Texas? Oh, gonna Jim say Ursay. Jim Ursay. It's one of it's one of those two that are gonna say something stupid. Look, if cocaine and alcohol and strippers aren't involved, I don't think Jim Ursay has a care in the world. Or or Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones really doesn't <laughs> care about anyone except money. Like it's not even a race thing with Jerry Jones. He just cares about money. Yeah, that's 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 essentially what it is. But you know. Whatever, uh, Poppy gets run over by a bus or something. I can't say anything. I can't say anything nice about Jim. Er- I um, won't call for bodily harm, but you showed your true colors. I'll say that much. Like you showed us what we pretty much expected of some of these owners, and like I said, all they needed was one of them 
yeah. to do this to really just drive home their point. And look, he basically put the other owners now in a position where these owners eventually will be asked about what Bob uh, McNair said. Well, the union was there too, and Troy yeah. Vincent. And, Troy and it's going to be one of those things now where it's like, all right, are the owners going to stick up for him, or are they going to condemn him? If they condemn him, what does it say about everything that's going on behind the scenes? Yep. You know, it's like you're turning your back on this guy. It, it, it could pretty much become another Sterling situation. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, they, they would have not, to not to the extent of, they of him sh- getting fired or anything, but just... Him selling the team or something? Yeah, no, I don't think it'll go that no, far. It can't. It can't. But it's the type of fault, depending on what those Texan players do, can be very damning to Bob McNair. Well, the Texan players could just either stop playing, but Bob McNair is like one of the richest owners in, yeah, in NFL. So it's like it's very hard to get, um, to get um, players like that to you know not players, but get teams to like really sell their team regardless of the situation. You really have to get yeah. someone to buy the team. I off think that you. what the players got to do is exercise that main right, that that huge right that they have to sit out. Yeah. You know, and it, it's about time. Well, a lot of them won't do it. I know, I know a lot of them don't. And at the end of the day, it's like it's something that we had spoke about before where it's like these players got to think of their families. They got to think about, you know, keeping a roof over their head, food on their table, clothes on their back. So it's more a matter of you hey, do it one game. I'm saying, all I'm saying is. To prove that point. Yeah, they can do it one game. But all I'm saying is if you were making over $300,000, a lot of people, mo- not a lot of people, most people in the world don't even see that money. So yeah. I think you can go a game without a paycheck. <laughs> Some people are getting that. <laughs> on one week, I know. I'm, I'm you know, I'm pretty... so it's like you can sit one out, do it for the cause that apparently you care for, and yeah. show not just these owners but the public that hey, no, this is serious. It's not something that we're just going to sweep under the rug because of one or two meetings. Yeah, but yeah, football. Uh... All right, so let's move on to uh... fucking Habs. You can't end the Montreal. I want to save the the sports I'm happy to speak of for last. So yeah, let, let's talk about these Habs and how. They had one good win this week and then went right back to being shit. Dude, I, I, I gave my points for years of why the Habs suck. It's the owner. It's the GM. It's a whole bunch of nonsense where the coach has to be French in order to win a Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup for some odd apparent reason. I don't know why. When we know in majority that's not the case, and especially in the case of Montreal. Look, and, I, will, I will say this. I always hate to judge the course of a team within the first... 10 games i usually like to wait for like a good 15 to 20 to really see okay is this just a bad slow start or is this something that we can climb out of and and you know eventually we'll turn it around i don't feel like this is a turnaround thing because i can understand if like you're you're losing games one nothing two one three two three three in <laughs> overtime like you know like if you're keeping it close but for us it's either we have a big win, or we're getting completely destroyed. Well, how many wins do the Canadians have now? We two? we have two wins. Two wins and no, three wins, right? Two. I I, I don't know. Whatever it is, they're last. <laughs> Whatever, how many wins they have, they're still last. And yeah, we're two. We're two seven and one. Two seven and one. So, okay. I I've been saying this since last year to friends that Carey Price is slowing down. It's evident now. He's not the best goalie in the world. He hasn't been the best goalie in the world for like two years now. <laughs> and he's slowing down. He's not good anymore. Well, I'm not saying he's not good. He's not as good as he was. You know, at first I wanted to attribute it to basically the people in front of him Mm-mm. were leaving out to drive. But what I saw in that Kings game, it's 
He no, it was it. it was Price. He doesn't have it anymore, man. He doesn't have it. I, Price was he was letting in some goals that were just you know like there was one that went top corner where he it was shot from the blue line. <laughs> There's no way you can say you didn't see it because there was no one in front of you. He stood up, flinched his shoulder, and missed it completely. And I was just like, Price, like you. That's something that's routine for him. That's uh... like we've seen him make that save countless times and. For him to just let that in, like it was just a reminder of just like when when you look at somebody who's a rookie making these errors, you're like, you know what, it's rookie mistakes. These are things that only more gameplay will get on the mechanics and, and the the natural reflexes to notice before it happens. But we can't say that about Price. These are rookie mistakes happening in a, in what is like tenth season, like. We've known you for far too long to be so much better than this, even in his last slump that he had. But that that tells that tells you that shows you a lot now that he's been covering for a lot of what's been going on with the Canadians. Oh, for sure. So like And oh, we've known that. Like we've Bergevin, known Bergevin. Price has always been like that safety net where it's like even if the team is bad, Price is great. Yeah. You know, like Price will go out there and literally steal games where it's like we score one and then he makes like 40 plus saves. And 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 the thing with Bergevin now, it's like you had 5 years to make the team good. Well, you got you got Bergevin's of- problem is he is consistently Made moves for character players and not skill players. Or how they say in French, du grit et du caractère. Yeah, it's <laughs> you bullshit. Don't, you don't need, you don't need look, character. We had, we had skill players. You got rid of them. You, you bring your... in these guys like like Shaw, like Strite, who's not with us. Anymore. Like guys who are, not to say they're not good, but you brought them in for their specific character. Well, their specific character isn't producing. Yeah, they're not they're not good enough. And when, when you give away... You have right now the, the Canadians have no one that can move the puck. You had Subban who can do it. You got rid of him. You had people who could score. You had Radulov. You had the money to give Radulov. Yeah. You didn't want to give it to him, and he's gone. Which is also a note because we were one of the clubs that had the most Russian players, Russian skill players. Mm-hmm. Now we're one of the clubs that has the least. I think Galchenyuk's the only one we have left. Well, Galchenyuk's not even necessarily Russian either. He's from the States. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, Russian background, but yeah. it's, it's to say. And even with Galchenyuk... We are the ones who are stifling Galchenyuk's growth and his skill. I guarantee you if they trade him, he's going to be awesome somewhere else. Look at, um, what's his name? He's uh, the, like, Galchenyuk's the only one I know who we know is good enough to play on a, on a top line or a second line, but we consistently move him and change who he plays with all the time. game after game. Not even weekly, it's game after game. Something doesn't work out, mid-game we're shifting think, him. And then have, they're complaining that he's not getting production. And is he, doesn't he have as much goals as Pacioretty? If not more? Around, I don't think he has more, but no, no, like maybe this in the playoffs, season, he has this more. season, this season, I'm talking about <laughs> this season. Yeah, I think so. I think he has more, and they're, and they're still complaining about about well, him. Well, look, you put him on the fourth line, and he's producing on the fourth line. To me, I'd be like, keep him there. <laughs> Pacioretty is on the first line, and keep Galchenyuk on your fourth line, but give him second line minutes. Man, I'm saying you got to trade and let him produce. You got to trade Price, and you got to trade Pacioretty while their value is still super high right now. You can you can get a serviceable goalie. I'm pretty sure you can get a serviceable goalie to to uh, um, to as carry crazy the as load. It sounds, you can it get it might a, be that time, but uh, Pacioretty is is just useless. He's the worst captain of all like, time. We, as an organization, already blew up our team in a place where we just got to call it right now. If we're going to make those moves, we're going to tank. Just call it right now and do it. Or you pull something out of your ass and make a trade that's basically going to put us in that spot where it's a turnaround right now or bust. 
Like, you got to pull the trigger on it. But either way, make that decision, make it sound, and make it known, like, this is what we're doing. And go from there. It's the owner. It's the owner. It's Bergevin. It's a no, whole... I, I, I won't even say owner. This is Bergevin because Bergevin came in with his game plan and what he wanted to do with this team. And he's consistently stuck with that, that story and gotten players that he felt would stick with that story. But like I said, character and skill are two different things. And in a league where skill players are the ones that are on top right now and they're the ones that are leading teams and pushing them forward, I don't want fucking character. They had a chance to get... If they had... Tank that season. Character is not going to beat the Penguins. Yeah, they would have got Austin Matthews if they had tanked, and Toronto got them, and with him, Mitch Marner, and all. Oh like my I, goodness, Toronto. You know what, Matt? Like, good now. I hate the fact that it's like I watch, like I watched the Toronto game, like even the one they just lost six three. I watched that game, and I'm like, this is an exciting team to watch. They're fast. They're I fast. fucking hate the Leafs. They're fast. But they're they are exciting. And, and the reason they're exciting is because all of their young guys that were the foundation and nucleus of their team, they held on to. While they were struggling, they held on to them. They made sure that, hey, just play your game. Yeah. They looked at their guy and said, we know what you can do. Just play your game. It's going to come to you. And You're seeing all these young guys come together now, and they're looking like they're going to be the force in the East right now. And the thing is with... Um, the 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 problem I had with um, like Dr- Jonathan Duran the trade to get him, I like Jonathan Duran. I think he's a good player. He's a great player, but that's not what you needed. You needed a centerman. Yeah, and you needed a center. as much as you try to make Jonathan Duran a, a centerman, he's not. He's a he's a winger. There's nothing you can do with that. He's good. He could only do so much. Yeah, he could only do so much, and I'm like saying like if you were going and you you gave up a good defenseman now who has like I think nine or ten points. <laughs> already and um uh, what was his name again um uh jeez i forgot his name but the young defense they traded for to get to get uh to get um Drew and i was like okay yeah you need to make a trade if you were going to give if you're going to give that defenseman up at least get a center something that you need cuz you needed a center for like years now so you needed a center for you, damn near you you need, you have to start giving up things cuz development wise you guys aren't doing anything right you can't. You're not keeping the players who are actually good and talented that you have, and you're just letting go a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, Markov was old. I thought it was t- past his time to go. But look at the defense now. It's it's worse. It's 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 <laughs> worse without him. <laughs> like how 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 can it get worse with a what he's thirty something thirty? How old is he? Thirty eight. This week they'll prove to us how it can get worse. Who are they versus this week? Uh, the uh, does it even matter? Is it Ottawa this week? <laughs> I believe. Let me check the schedule. I'm pretty sure it's Ottawa. If anything, and it, it wouldn't. Well, no. T- today we're playing the Rangers. Today's the Rangers. <sighs> so yeah, it can get bad. Yo, Rangers might drop five on it. It can bro. get bad. It can get bad today. <laughs> then yeah. Then we also have uh, the Senators after that. Yeah, and Ottawa after the yeah. Yeah, but, true. Like Rangers saying, game is gonna be. Like ugh. I'm saying, whatever, whatever happens. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, can't. Can't uh let's talk about a sport I actually want to talk about. Uh, basketball? Oh yeah. I want to talk basketball. I want to talk about my Orlando Magic, baby. Wait, what team is it? Because you, you last week you said your team was the, Yo, the, I, the th- how many times I gotta explain to you? You said your team was the my Thunder. My team is the Orlando Magic, but I will enjoy watching the Thunder, which I even enjoyed watching them lose to the Timberwolves twice by a three. Alright. I, I, I did. Just, I enjoyed just, watching them lose, but I'm it was just confused. Fun. What team? What team you like? I keep telling you, my team is the Orlando Magic, who are currently four and one. Handed the Spurs their first loss. We are the top of the East. That is my squad. After five games, okay, I get it. Okay, all right, that's respect good. That's it. good. That's good. Put some respect on it, bro. Right. 
All right. Okay. They're probably gonna end and what are they're four and one? But I still represent Hoodie Mellow all day. And next and next week they'll probably be they'll probably be like uh <laughs> like look, four and eleven. Look, <laughs> I know I know it's hard being a Laker fan right now because you're just hoping that they find their stride. What are you, you talking about find our stride? You don't gotta disrespect my squad, B. People John Wall was talking mad mad shit about um Lonzo Ball and he didn't Everyone's do nothing. talking shit about Lonzo Ball. And 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 John Wall didn't do nothing, shooting seven for twenty two. Yeah, what happened when, when Lonzo saw Patrick Beverly? That was one game. Yeah, exactly. We'll never hear about Patrick Beverly. And after that, after that one well, game, Clippers right now are leading the West. And after that one game, Lonzo Ball came back the next game and dropped like twenty something. Almost had a which triple is great. Day. No, and look, I'm personally, I want Lonzo Ball to do well. He's gonna be good. He's gonna. And the reason I want him to do well is because he has that target on his back. It's not like he's just another one of these rookies who has that great potential and he's allowed to just play freely. Because of Lavar, everyone wants to basically shut up Lavar by destroying Lonzo. That's not going to work. But I think, if anything, this is going to make Lonzo even better and progress faster because he's no one's going to be lining up against him half-assed. Everyone's going to be looking like, oh, yeah, I, I heard what your dad said about me this week or said what you're going to do to us this week. Let's see if you actually prove it. And, and the one thing about Lonzo, level-headed as hell. When Patrick Beverly was going at him, you know, like basically pushing him to the ground, scrapping out. Anytime he touched the ball, he was scrapping at him. He was cool. He was calm. He knew, all right, you're going to be all over me. Let me just dish out these dimes. Let me just dish out these dimes. I'm going to pass it to my boys. Let them take care of it. He gets his three points or whatever, but the assists were up. He, he made sure that his teammates were being facilitated into the offense more than him trying to take over to yeah, prove Yeah, he's a, a passer. Lonzo, Lonzo's a passer. He's, you know? he's more facilitating, making the team around him better. Which was smart, and, but that's what smart players do. When they realize, all right, like people are going to be a bit more aggressive towards me, let me pull them out of the defense, or if a double team comes, which is most likely going to happen once he touches the ball anyways, it opens up his other players, and you saw that. Because anybody could have been like on that very first play where he got pushed down, get up, get in Patrick Beverly's face, and, and basically show, yeah, you're under my skin, but Lonzo kept yeah, his cool, man. I think give it another two weeks, the NBA is really going to stabilize, and it's going to get back to, oh, yeah, you know, of course. to like what we regularly assume it's going to be. I don't, I don't believe the Clippers are, are going to be that hot without Chris Paul for, for whatever time it is. I, I said this before, and I, I it's being proven. I felt like they'd be better off without him. Yeah, it, maybe. You never know. I really felt that you way, ne- and, and we're seeing it. Like, I just felt like, you know, the Chris Paul, he's great. Like, undeniably one of the top point guards in the game. But I just felt like there was just too much of him in the situation where he should have been more about just well, being that pure point there guard. There was times guy. he was injured, and the Clippers looked like ass. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> But I just feel like now, like you're you're really seeing like the Clippers' offense open up a bit because it's not all just Chris Paul-driven offense. Yeah, all I gotta say is Clippers gonna clip. <laughs> Clippers gonna clip. They're well, gonna hey, mess. Right, they're gonna mess up. Right somehow. now, they're looking really good, man. They're gonna mess up somehow. They're looking really good. Hey, Clippers always look good until it really counts. And when they when they get their their first second round, they get they keep getting their first round championships. And then second round championships because they never, they never make it. They never make it. They never been to a conference final in the history of the franchise. They've never made it. The Raptors have made a conference final before, uh, before the Clippers have. Yeah. That makes absolutely no sense in my head. But but you know just what? friendly reminder, you know, my Orlando Magic beat both the Cavs and the Spurs, so you know we got that. All right, they're four and one right now. They'll be, right now, they'll be four and twenty. Keep up the good work, boys. They'll be four and twenty. Yo, in a, a Vucevic and Aaron Gordon both had a forty-one point night, man. That's a beautiful. That's thing. an abnormality. It's not gonna that, last. That's a beautiful thing, man. 
It's not gonna last. It's a start. To Aaron Gordon, great. I could see him being consistent. Like oh, Aaron 20. Gordon is consistent. Man. Vucevic, please. <laughs> Yo, Vucevic is our double double king, man. He gets that every night, bro. Dude, I can get a double double in NBA. You, you could get a double double in NBA. Jason, NBA. Jason, come I could get ten rebounds and I could get ten points. Jason, I can relax. get a double. Jason, I, relax. Bro. I can get it. Relax, Jason. I can get it, please. Jason, Jason. If, if, if Joakim Noah was able to get Jason. a triple-double as a center against the Jason. New York Knicks, I can get a double-double. I'm Relax. sorry. Against the Knicks. Relax, bro. Relax. Anyone can get it, man. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You're crazy, man. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's move on. Let's, um, move on. let's have an official uh, moment of silence for the Yankees. <laughs> Yo, moment of silence, man. I'm not giving no moment of silence. Yo, moment of, can you just give him a moment of silence? All right, man. You know, I, I, I'm not a big baseball fan, but when it comes to the Yankees, I always show the support, you know, for, for my family that live in New York, for my friends here that are from New York. You know, we, it's just the Bronx bullies. You got to respect them. They're always good for the culture. Yankee fitted. You know, Jay-Z said it best. Made it more famous. I don't, even think I don't even think Jay-Z was at a game. No, it don't matter where Jay-Z was, okay? <laughs> it don't matter. The Yankees took a tough loss to the Astros, okay? It was a tough loss. Game seven. But they played their hard outs. You know, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm clapping up for them. I'm clapping up. Oh, boy. Yo, you made me believe in baseball again, man. Aaron Judge, yo, you the motherfucking man. CC Sabathia, thank you for everything you did. Yo, Girardi, I wish you were coming back. <laughs> I wish he was, man. But you know, whoever becomes the manager of the Yankees, that's a great job to have. A lot of young talent on that team. Is it a great job to have? Of course. I, I don't think so. Not anymore. Not, Yo, because not... you got to look at like this. The team is full of young talent. Yeah. And you know Bryce Harper's going to end up there, man. Maybe. No maybes. They're going to cut the check. It's going to happen. Yeah, well, there's no salary cap, so they can afford it. Oh, they're going to get them. Our... Um, is it he's but it's not George Steinbrenner running the team, it's the son. Yo, it don't matter who he, Bryce Harper he, gonna be there. You think he's gonna pay? You, I don't think Bryce gonna Harper that. gonna be there. I don't know. You, if you could get Bryce Harper, you get Bryce Harper. They're gonna get Bryce Harper. Anyone can get the Dodgers have more, have could probably no, get no, no, but, but but we're talking about New York. The Dodgers, we're talking about the Yankees, talking about LA, you're talking about the Yo, Dodgers. give it three seasons. <laughs> three oh, wait, no, when's this contract end? Uh, it should be done soon. Is it two or three? I think it's, whenever that contract ends, guaranteed. We'll see what happens with with the team he's with. You never know. We gonna see Bryce, baseball is such a. We gonna see Bryce Harper in a Yankee jersey. Baseball is a sport where next season to the next season teams can oh, be so good to so bad. Oh yeah, changes so happen. You, all you never time, know man. what's gonna happen with baseball. It's very hard to. The changes happen. So well, who would have thought the Astros would have made it? Well, actually no, there was. I can't remember which uh, newspaper did it, but back in 2014, they they said they predicted your 2017 World Series champions would be the Houston Astros, and. <laughs> if it ends up happening, that's pretty damn legit. That'd be cool. I don't know. I want the Dodgers to win, but the Dodgers have a lot of. Problems. Oh yeah, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for the Dodgers too. But I mean, last night they took a pretty bad loss in Houston, which I'm not completely surprised about because so far the Astros have not lost in Houston. So I mean, Altuve, that short little fuck, <laughs> he's been killing right now. He's so far looking like he's going to be the MVP. Yeah, he's going to be the MVP. I, I feel like he's MVP whether they win it or not. Like just yeah, the way he'll, he'll the win. way he's played throughout this whole playoff series, he'll man. Like he's been phenomenal, man. He'll win the MVP, but uh, we'll see how it goes. World Series. Yeah, that's uh, not a big baseball fan, but I'll, good luck, I'll watch, Dodgers. I watch some of the some of it. Good luck, Dodgers. We got your back, Elia. Got your back. All right. Next up, 
You saw that shit with Gabrielle Union? Talk about. I heard of it where she eats Dwayne Wade's ass. That's no, she she didn't necessarily say (laughs) she eats Dwayne Wade's ass, but she said like you got to have a what's the word? I want to say probably reciprocity or I can't even say the word at all. My brain is is blank. Basically, the give and take. You know, like yeah, yeah. If your man, like if your girl wants it, and or your man wants it, like if you're in a loving relationship, it should be no thing. And (laughs) and you know what, man? Like yo, Gabby, yo, hats off to you. You really holding it down out here. You keeping it real. You a real one. You an MVP. You know what, Dwayne Wade? He a lucky motherfucker. Whether he, whether you do it with him or not, I'm not saying you do. I'm not saying you do. Allegedly's all out there. But y'all be lit. You know your Snapchats. Y'all always looking all cute and shit when you guys are together. You know you be dressing the same and shit. Basically sharing the same closet. But it's all good, man. Do what you gotta do, man. Hey, Dwayne Wade. Uh... If I see you in the street, I'm going to look side-eye at you. Yo, if, that's, if you're, if you're getting your brown eyes sh- shined up, man, good for you, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't say Dwayne Wade is. Hey, they're, like, they're married. I I got no judgments for married people, man. Do what you got to do, just gonna just, Have fun. All I'm saying is LeBron's going to look at you different from now. Why do you think you're starting on the bench now? Liberation, my friend. <laughs> why Why do you think you're on the bench right now? Be liberated. Not because J.R. was angry. Okay. I'm sure as soon as LeBron heard that news, like, yeah. The only thing I got to say is, man, like, how, how do you do, man? Like, you lifting both legs up in the air. You're doing it in the stand-up like Captain Morgan nah, man, I situation. I'm not going there with that thing. You're sitting down, slumped up. Because uh, me personally, like, if I was going to do it, I, I couldn't lift both legs up. That'd be weird. Yeah, hey, I'm not talking about this. I'd have to like lift up one <laughs> leg, just <laughs> keep it a G pose. I'm talking about You this. know, hand on her head, one leg in the air. I am Yo, Jason, why are you acting so, so scary? <laughs> I'm not talking about this at all. <laughs> when I first heard this story, I was like, yeah, Dwayne Wade, I can't look at you no more. And I was what? like, and as soon as you know what the funny thing, as soon Yo, as Yo, we act like eating ass is a new thing though. As soon I'm not saying it's not as if it's a new thing, but as soon as I heard it, I was like, Yeah, Dwayne Wade, you're starting on the bench. I know why now. Yeah, Yo, never never forget. This is why he started on the bench. Cannabis was the first room to say you can never eat a nigga ass like me, and it's never been the same since. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching I'm not touching that, man. I'm not touching that. I can't I can't talk about this. I can't talk about this movie. <laughs> I have to go to the gym after and and I have to eat when I come home. Yo, we let Biggie get away with a line that said, you look so good, I'd suck your daddy's dick, okay? Like, come on. We've let some foul shit go away. We're, we're going to be mad at a married couple that eat each other's ass. Hey, we're going to look at them funny? She publicized it. Why, why haven't we heard anything about Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade is... Dwayne yo, Dwayne Wade got, yo, Dwayne Wade Dwayne can't say quiet. shit. You want to know why? Because you got another woman pregnant, blah, 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 blah. Thank you. Okay. So you know what? If your wife want to say you get your ass ate, you got to sit there and take it. Hey. <laughs> Dwayne Wade. Yo, Dwayne Wade earned that. Gabby can say whatever she wants. Dwayne Wade, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't care if they were on a break or not. It don't matter. I if I see you in the streets. It don't matter. <laughs> I was you, gonna... On our break, you went and got another woman pregnant? Guess what? I'm going to talk about how you like to get your ass ate. Dwayne Wade, when I ask you for your your, your autograph, I'm just looking at you sideways while I give you the paper and pen to sign this. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Yo, they're a married couple, man. It's all good. All right. Let's, if let's... you're in a loving relationship, there should be no boundaries. Let's let's leave them alone now. <laughs> let's leave them alone. You also had a allegedly, let's start with allegedly, DJ Envy. Again, that 9.5, strapped to the back. Man, there was jokes all day with that Ooh, stuff. I was listening to The Breakfast Club. Man, everyone was calling in just joking. Bro. Me. Obviously, you know obviously it's fake. We could tell it's <laughs> yeah, fake. Look, it's fake. We're, we're going to say it's fake for legal reasons. We're going to say it's fake. We're going to say allegedly. But this shit was 
hilarious. Just just the message that that was posted <laughs> was what really had me going because you had DJ Envy basically like the the supposed DJ Envy after saying like yeah you're gonna lick my ass which more ass eating shit's normal. No, it's not. Shit's normal, man. No. Shit's normal. But then, like, the girl, like, you need to relax while I rub my toy up your leg. And DJ Envy goes, what toy? And she goes, and I'll lick your ass to get it really wet. My 9.5-inch strap-on. Get on your knees and feel my nipples against your back. <laughs> DJ Envy, you are vicious. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't see that. Whoever came up with this rumor or something. Yo, I don't know. That was I don't, a I, I don't big know. practical joke. I don't know who was playing DJ Envy, but... The you are vicious response is what really had me over the wall, man. Because of all the things, like, you find out she got a 9.5 strap she want to use on you, and you say you are vicious, that means you down for the cost. Yeah, it, it, was, it was funny for the time it was. Like, there, there was jokes like, I'm not sure if you ever saw the meme, the fabulous meme where he's, like, in the studio rapping. Yeah. There was this, there was this thing there was this thing going right now It says, uh, fab in the studio, like I swear I'm losing my mind, dog. Don't tempt me. I blast that nine to five. That strap, DJ Envy. <laughs> I was dying. Yo, whenever these situations come out, yo, them fab bars, like people just be coming through with them, with the swiftness, man. And like, yo, we were having a field day with this. Like there was this one video where it's like the this guy, the guy's like, oh, come on, Twitter, search what happens with DJ Envy. Then it's like, after finding out what DJ Envy's saying, the guy's like, it's none of my business. It's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, man. they just been going in. But you know what? I will say this, man. You know, yeah, it's jokes. Cracking all these jokes. I'll defend him. I'll defend him in this sense. Live your truth, man. Now, we know, we know it's not DJ Envy, but like, for anybody out there, if, if you like to get pegged, live your truth. That's you, man. How, hey, I'm you, saying... don't, you shouldn't care. You shouldn't care what people think about how you get pleasure. Like, it's that simple, man. Hey, people, do what you want in your own private time. I have no yeah. issue with that. And That's, I mean, look, uh... if, if you have a girl that, that you trust enough and she trusts you enough to, to do that, power to the both of you, man. Yeah. Because that, you know, most people, like, they, they can't even get themselves to that point of asking... For like even a blowjob, man. Like you have people out there just so timid sexually that it's like they basically deprive themselves of the things they want. But if you're one of those people that's that's willing and able enough to just tell your your partner, look, I like to get a dildo. I like I want you to strap up and fuck me with a dildo. Then pause. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm talking <laughs> context here. We're talking in context here, okay? Hey, I don't know these people. These are people from different countries. They might hear something a different way. I'm just giving We're you... We're talking in context I'm here. Just we don't got to pause. <laughs> I'm just giving you... I'm just... If that's what you like, you should not be afraid to say what you like. And if somebody condemns you for that, then fuck them. But I get it too, because I'm, I'm sure most guys just have that fear of, you know, like there was the Kevin Hart joke about it. Like countless comedians have joked about it where it's like, if you get into a breakup or if you get into an argument, we know how women like to just cut deep. Especially with social media. Yeah. So, like, the last thing you'd want to see is, like, you're in an argument with your girl, and then, like, she's just one of those psychopaths who goes on social media and is like, yo, this dude's a bitch-ass, blah, 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 that's why I be fucking him in the ass with a strap-on, and it's like, now everybody knows your business. <laughs> so, like, I can understand in that sense where, like, you might be a bit timid, 
But if you're with somebody that you trust enough to have them do that to you, fellas, enjoy yourself, man. And hey, maybe it's not a strap. Maybe it's just like a finger. Enjoy it. <laughs> you know, if you like to get your ass ate, enjoy it, man. <laughs> screw the screw the boundaries. Screw the double standards, man. Live in your truth. You know, like it's 2017, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what to add to that. <laughs> you know, if, if she uh, want to hum on your gooch, let her hum on your gooch. All I'm saying is none of my business what people do, regardless of whatever they do. Just uh, you're gonna get these jokes if it come out like DJ Envy. That's all it's gonna. Oh happen. yeah, no, no, no. If it comes at, out like end DJ of the day, Envy, we gonna we gonna crack these jokes. You're gonna get those jokes. Like I said, I'm here to defend you guys, but at the same time, yo, if it's funny, it's funny. <laughs> Equal opportunists over here, man. Yo, some shit came out about me. If it's funny, it's funny, man. Joke around. I could take it. Yeah, Not man. that I can take it, but I could take it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic, man. Because these jokes are gonna become these jokes are gonna be flying. Oh man, working a nine to five never sounded so funny, bro. Oh yeah, man, that's gonna be too much joke. Well, DJ Envy's career is running because they're gonna hear that for like a good two weeks now. But on the Breakfast Club, when when all that stuff happened, man, that was hilarious. Footballs ain't the only thing stretching out right now, man. Oh boy. <laughs> all right, so this week it's we... fourth and inches. And DJ Envy's on the line. <laughs> oh man. DJ Envy is not coming oh. to Montreal anytime soon. Yo, like I said, man. No, well, like I said, we know it's fake. Or if it isn't, it's allegedly like, but we go get these jokes off, man. Yeah, yeah. We go get these jokes off, man. Yeah. It's all good. So, we'll, I guess we'll go to what? Ain't nothing wrong a little bit of butt play. Pause. <laughs> pause, pause, pause. Just use lube. <laughs> so, use lube. Let's go, let's go into this last thing here of what made you mad this week. Honestly, you know, I had a bit of a downer. Like, I, I, I didn't have a mad week. I had more of a bit of a sad week. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, to let you guys in on the more personal side of myself, you know, like, I had a, I lost a family member this week, so I've been a little bit down, a little bit slumped up. You know, and like, to the few people that I've, that know about, you know, like, thank you all for your condolences and your support and, and understanding of how, like, out of whack I've been, but... Yeah, like, nothing really made me mad this week, so to speak. I've, For the most part, just because I've been so, like, kept to myself just mm. to, like, deal with the shit that I was going through, you know? But, yeah, but besides that, like, I mean, thanks to everybody who's said a kind word to me and, and to anybody who's hearing this now and will say a kind word, you know, thank you in advance. But, yeah, nothing really made me mad which, this week, which is settling. Um, For me personally, what made me mad... I don't think it's like really this week. I think this is more of like an ongoing thing or at least when I drive is that very bad drivers, especially when it starts to rain. Like it's <laughs> it's everyone just for figure like loses their mind on, on a rainy day and just forgets how to drive. That's very I'm true. like, are you? And it's it's the most ridiculous thing ever. I mean, I see people driving and I'm like, OK, there's no one ahead of you, but you're going 20 miles per hour. <laughs> and it's raining just a little bit. Your car is not going to skid out. school zone at the very least? No school zone. It's, it's not school. It's it's a regular road. It's like your car is built for the rain. You have tires with grooves in them to go Especially through it. Especially in Montreal. I'm like, come on. 
Are you serious? And that's the thing that pissed me off. I've been told I have road rage. It's not true. I don't have road rage. I have specific rage. <laughs> it has specific rage with specific cars. Road rage is something where you go yelling as you start You start your car and you start yelling. And by the time you stop your car, that's when you stop yelling. <laughs> I just have specific rage on specific things. And it's like, for me, well, I've been driving like more than more than 10 years now. And I see certain things like, oh, come on. It's like, seriously? <laughs> but now it, I, I kind of understand why the uh, requirements to get a license now is a lot harder than what it was when I was driving. Yeah, because we can't <laughs> have all these kids out here driving, man. Oh, God. You see the way they are with just a phone. Imagine them with a car for crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's 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 the thing that made me mad, too, especially in the rain. You, Montreal drivers get your act together and... Just, you know, come back to reality when it starts to rain. Nothing's changed. It's only wet. Doesn't We haven't gone into some alternate universe. <laughs> Your car's not going <laughs> to skid out. It's made for it. That's that's the thing that made me mad this week. All right. You heard it. He's going to run you off the road and beat you with a baseball bat if you keep fucking up on the road, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that vicious. I'm not that vicious. Sure you aren't. All right, so. I feel like we could wrap it up today because... Uh, no, we got through a lot. We got it off our chest. We feel really good. Yeah, good good stuff today. We've put in the good word for people that like to get pegged. Yeah. It's okay, man. Enjoy it. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> Stretch out your chakra root. It's okay. Pause. You know, let, let your prostate be free. If you want to get a pinky, get a pinky. I like to officially say I'm not co-signing anything he's saying right now. I'm just saying we got to be inclusive, man. We got to stop shaming people for sexually exploring what they desire. I'm not shaming them. I really don't care. Honestly, <laughs> I honestly don't care. Like I said, you catch these jokes when they come out funny, <laughs> but I'm not going to go out of my way to like shame you or something like that. Like if DJ Envy does allegedly what he does, cool, you're going to get those jokes because you make jokes about a whole bunch of shit on your radio show. So. And I know he could take oh, yeah, the jokes. Oh, yeah, he gets it just for that. And I know he could take the jokes, too. So it's like <laughs> anyone who could take jokes on stuff like that, I don't mind. But I'm not going to go out of my way to shame someone because they're doing something. <laughs> that's that's the, I, what I consider the abnormal. That's not abnormal. That's what I consider the abnormal. They might not consider it abnormal, but I'm not going to judge them for that. I just think it's abnormal in my view. But I'm not going to go out of my way to like say, oh, you shouldn't be doing this shit. Like, just don't, <laughs> no, I don't care. Hey, but I just if like it's funny, anything when it comes to sex, I say just be smart, use protection, use whatever enhancements you need. Like I said, lots of lube if you're going to be doing butt play. And uh, yeah, you know, just make sure it's all with uh, consenting, approving adults yeah, yeah, so. that respect personal sexual privacy. Mm -hmm. So let's end it off by um, I just want to end up with a few things. So everyone is listening to us. I uh, really appreciate it for the number of episodes. The first 10 that went by, but we're now episode 11, but so the first 10 episodes were really good. We appreciate all the feedback. Um, if you guys can, it would be very important for us if you can uh, rate, subscribe, and leave us a comment on... The ratings any, would be really big, whether it's on uh, yeah. iTunes or Google Play. iTunes, Google Play, anything that you listen to a podcast yeah. on, as long as I have you, you send the, the ratings in and you tell us what it is. That way, it's a good feedback for us to see what you guys like and don't like, yeah. and it helps us out it, in enlisting the shows and getting you know a good following it basically helps us improve and and do more of what you guys want to hear you know yeah. so just getting that feedback from you and like i always say five stars is truly appreciated even if you have something bad to say mm -hmm. just because it'll be something that pops up right away and we'll be able to go about it the right way and um you can and anywhere else that you want to follow us get information we have the facebook page that uh 
Don't be mad podcast. <laughs> don't be mad podcast. That's a Facebook page. We have the Instagram and Twitter. They're both at uh, Don't Be Mad Podcast, or yeah. uh, I guess for the Insta- uh, Instagram is just Don't Be Mad. Yeah. The uh, Twitter is Don't Be Mad Pod. P O D. So just add us there. Um, follow us. Discuss anything with us if you want to talk back. We will we will answer. We answer as like soon that. as we can. Although we both work and Jason also has school, like we, the second we see the message, either one of us, we yeah we answer. Try to contact whoever wrote it right away. And um, shout out to Podbean. They Podbean actually hosts our our podcast. So all the files, everything we put up, all the episodes, they host it. So shout out to them. Service is amazing. Anyone that this is not a this is not an ad or a plug or anything like that. No, this is just it's us. Just, just, being just like, us because they made our life easier. Made it easier for us. <laughs> it's made it very good to, to upload. So shout out to them. And um, also if, give a shout out to iHeartRadio for uh, featuring yes, us on the website. We are on iHeartRadio now. Yeah. So um, so if you go on there on the website and search the podcast list, don't you be can mad. find us on Don't Be Mad. Just yeah. type it in and mobile, you'll find us. Mobile and computer, whatever you listen to it on, well, I, I, you'll find I, have, it. I don't think we're on the mobile app yet because they don't have a lot of the podcasts on there. But on the mobile I app? know on the internet, like on the actual website, you can yeah. find every single episode of yeah. Don't Be Mad on there. The episode's there. So... Um, Tell your friends about us. Um, hopefully, you know, they like the podcast when you share it. Share with as much people as you can. They, We've been getting good reviews so far from the people that we've been sharing it with. And um, thank you again for your continued support. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, it's gone a long way. And like, yeah. like I said, like we've been doing this for, what, two and a half, three months now? Yeah. And yeah. just the speed in which it's been picking up and the fact that we've had such good feedback and... Like I said, the bigger we get, the more we'll be able to do for you, whether yeah. it's getting guests or just having more podcasts put out, you know, yeah. just being able to provide you with more content that you guys enjoy. So please continue to support us, share, rate, like, listen, of course, <laughs> the and, whole nine. And I believe, um, I think next week, well, let's if I'm in the mood or if we're in the mood, I think we might do another contest. I think we might do another contest. I'm not sure if it's going to be another Amazon giveaway. I'll think about it. We'll figure it out. We'll do some brainstorming. Yeah, we'll do some brainstorming, but I think you guys deserve another contest, um, especially since you guys didn't follow the rules the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Only only, only a couple people followed the rules. You know people don't read the terms and conditions. So, um, but yeah, um, if you guys can, go on on any news updates. uh, Go on the website, uh, uh, theconnect.ca. And, um, you know, this blog post, there's the forums, the forums there. So I'm telling you guys right now, this is the giveaway hint. Any contest that you guys want to win in, you have to be signed up to the forums to to, uh, yeah. to win uh, the contest. So th- I want you guys to win the prizes, but you got to do what's necessary to win the prizes. So sign up to the forum. I mean, I know it's a giveaway, but we're not just going to literally give it away. Yeah, yeah. So you got to work <laughs> for it, too. And, there's, and just go on, on the forum takes like two seconds to really sign up and everything like that and you can join in the discussion there's a lot of interesting discussions there so if anything i usually answer if people answer so uh you can ask me stuff directly and if you have any questions you could also email at uh don't be mad at the connect.ca and get all of your information questions there's a comment site on the website uh, anything you want to see anything that you need uh, just let us know and we'll be glad to provide it so as always you can find me on twitter at lefty lucky underscore and you can find me at jjnba that is it for this week thank you all so much for listening tune in next week at the same time as always when it pops up on your 
choice of listening app. Yeah. And we're going to enjoy the rest of our weekend. Time to go to the gym and get drunk after that. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, everyone. Take care, everyone. Peace.